I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Amy Ravel. Oh, 2024, you are a good year so far. I'm loving the engagement in our Facebook community. You guys are going off with how much decluttering that you're doing. Everyone's posting photos. I just actually can't even keep up with all the posts at the moment, which is a good problem to have. I um, have really enjoyed spending time doing some decluttering over the Christmas and New Year's break. I haven't really done any in my own house, but I've had the opportunity to help friends out and I've really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I may be a little strange, but I'm the friend that you can be like, hey, can you come and help me organize my kid's room or organize my home office? I'm that friend and I really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy doing it just with people like I enjoy the the people side of it I love having relationships side by side and so for me if we're working on something I love just getting to know people and I got to work with a friend's kids the other day and I love just kind of getting to know them and their quirks and their enjoyments and their sense of humor and I love that and I think that that's one of the joys of decluttering with people is you get to know people you have quantity of time and you don't have pressure because you've got expansive time And you've easily got distractions because you're going through things and you can come back to conversation and you can change topic and really understand more things about people. So that's been something I've really enjoyed. What I want to talk to you about today is opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is about when you're making a decision, there's a trade-off in almost every decision in life. And so when you're bringing an item into your house, the trade-off is the space. Yeah. So I think the episode that you can listen to is called Item or Space, I think it's called. If you scroll back in your feed, uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes as well. But the opportunity costs of bringing items in is that you no longer have the space that that item now takes up. That literally the volume of the item has been removed in space. I bring a dining table into my house. I now have a dining table's worth less space than I did before. Now, in some areas of your house, the opportunity cost is not going to be extreme. So if you have a bookshelf and you buy one more book and there's plenty of room to put another book, the opportunity cost is not enormous. If you bought home 50 books, it would be a much higher opportunity cost. But there are some areas in your home that I want you to think really carefully about the opportunity cost. One of them is your clothes. 
when your clothes are all smushed up together in your wardrobe or they're shoved in a drawer so hard that you can't even find what you need or the socks are just so random that you just end up wearing odd socks even though you don't really like doing that. The opportunity cost in that can be wasted time. So it's not just the space, wasted time. It might be stress. It might be anxiety. It might be frustration. It might be sadness. It might be uh, being late, letting people down, not doing your job as you wish that you could. It might be your self-esteem that you might go, oh, I hate that I'm wearing this, but I just couldn't find what I really wanted to look for. So your clothes too, if you can't sort through, glide along the rail, your coat hangers and have a look at what clothes that you have, The opportunity cost of that is you might be spending more money than you need to because you're buying clothes because you feel like you don't have anything good to wear, even though perhaps you have a wardrobe full of clothes. Think about kids, opportunity costs. So if kids have too many toys, the cost of that is actually that they'll play with them less. And not just that they'll play with them less, but they will focus for less time. They will argue more. They will not appreciate the toys that they have as much. And so it's not like there's some perfect equilibrium of opportunity cost, but it is definitely worth considering, you know, particularly this time of year, let's be honest, most kids have had an influx of things and the things that they were excited about 12 months ago have probably fallen to the wayside. And so the opportunity cost of just bringing more stuff in is you might have a child who just has no concentration span or feels entitled or gets bored really easily. And their costs that you want to think about when you're bringing in things, because the inverse is true, is there's an opportunity cost of decluttering. So you invest time into decluttering. Maybe you make hard decisions. Maybe there's a level of grief when you're decluttering. But the benefit or the opportunity that comes from that is that you're happier in your home, you feel calmer, you've saved money, you might save time over the long term, you might have a healthier relationship, feel more confident to go back to work, eat healthier. So it goes both ways. And I really love this about opportunity cost. I, um, I've been known to take this concept too far. <laughs> so when I was oh, like 15, 20 years ago, when we first got married, sometimes I would take opportunity cost too far. So it would be, oh, okay, we're going to buy chicken for dinner. Well, the cost of that is that we can't have a coffee after work on Friday. Now, yes, but they're not necessarily directly related and it's hard to make decisions like that if the opportunity cost is like one feels like a necessity and one feels frivolous but is actually got more benefits than just the dollar amount. And so what, I'm, what I want to encourage you, it's, it's not just about the dollar amount. Sometimes you are counting opportunity cost in a dollar amount, but that would just be cost, wouldn't it? That would literally just be the the cost. The opportunity cost is what else could I do? Like, what does this bring? What If I don't do this, what opportunities am I missing out on? If I do do this, what opportunities are coming? One of the the things that I love to think about with um, plants in my house is if I bring a plant in, The cost of that is obviously the money. The cost of that is also the space that it takes up. It also takes up time. I want to water it and keep it healthy. Um, But the reward for me is I feel so good when I'm watching my plant babies grow and I get to propagate them or I get to gift a propagation. So the opportunity costs may, the costs may be high, but the reward for me and the enjoyment is definitely worth it. I'm sure there is a limit 
I just haven't found it yet. So one day when I find that indoor plant limit, I'll let you know. One of another area that um, I was talking to a client about, about opportunity cost was makeup. So there's obviously the cost of the makeup. And if you have too much makeup, you can't use it. So you end up throwing it out or it goes off and you're putting off makeup on your face. But also if you've got too much makeup and you haven't gone through and decluttered it, it can feel like it takes a bit longer to put your makeup on in the morning. Or you might start using products that you don't really like because you feel bad that you paid for them. And so even though you're keeping them, keeping them increases the guilt or keeping them means that it takes you longer to get ready and you don't actually like it as much. And so you've got to really think about the whole story. Think about the kitchen bench, the opportunity cost of, so you could, let's paint a picture. On your kitchen bench, you could forever leave out any non-perishables. You could leave out, you know, all the cans, all the grains, all the crackers. Um, You could leave out all of the utensils. So your grater and peeler and knives and uh, what our salad spinner and chopping boards, you could leave all of that out. You could also leave out the frying pan and the saucepan. All of those things can be left out. You could leave out your plates and your cutlery and your glassware and your jug and your serviettes and your placemats. You can just leave that stuff out all the time because to be honest, you're probably going to use it again. And so are you just wasting time and energy putting it away? Some of you are like high-fiving going, yes, I've been waiting for Amy to give me permission to do this. But the cost is, so yes, you're saving time because you are going to use those things again. The cost is it's harder to use the space. It's harder to find what you need. It's visually not very pleasing. It's possibly unhygienic because dust is going to settle on things or spitting juices out of a fry pan is going to go on an item that was otherwise clean. And so the cost of putting things away, yes, it's time, but the benefit is actually that when you need them, you can grab them and the house feels more organized. So can you see like it's just little things to think about like this cost-benefit analysis, this opportunity cost, what does this look like in your home? You know, your paperwork. Paperwork can build up and that becomes really stressful and overwhelming and, you know, an overwhelming lot of paperwork can contribute to depression. It can contribute to anxiety. It can contribute to debt. It can contribute to putting your head in the sand and, and not opening your mail anymore and not answering the emails about your overdue bills. So the cost is, yep, I'm going to have to put in time and I want to set up a paperwork system. Maybe you want to join my paperwork course that so many people join already this year um, and it is an excellent course. It's only $97 and you get lifetime access to it and it covers things like um, household, finance, important documents, medical documents, um, health goes in under medical, you've got your personal documents And it covers what to do with every single piece of paper that you own or ever enters your home, including digital files. So maybe for you, it's about investing and going, I'm actually going to simplify my paperwork because the cost is every time I have to find something, it's a 20 minute, 30 minute process. And I find that stressful. And I worry one day when I pass away, no one's going to be able to find anything. This cost benefit analysis opportunity cost back over and over again in every area, every area of your home. So I just hope that it's kind of given you some food for thought. What I want to do is do some um, 
room topics coming up so you know go through the house and have a topic on each broad area of the house so that we can do some broad decluttering and there's so many narrow as you know in the broad and narrow episode so many narrow topics we can really deep dive um so i'm excited about this year i hope that this uh, episode has kind of triggered some thoughts in you that makes you go hmm i hadn't thought of it that way amy now you're making it harder but hopefully also easier because there's a benefit or there's a cost to things And I want you really to consider what those are. Thank you for joining me today. And until next week, enjoy the freedom. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.